I'm now joined by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford, and Fletcher Building is forking out more than it bargained for, Giles. Indeed it has. Uh, thank you, Ben. As you may have heard in the news, the country's biggest construction firm setting out setting aside $180 million for likely losses on two of its historic big projects. The company's put aside $165 million for further costs in the rebuild of the International Convention Centre in Auckland and $15 million for a car parking building at Wellington Airport. Nona Peltier has the details. Fletcher Building is racing to get the convention centre finished by the end of the year, but says it's costing more to repair and replace steel damaged during the 2019 fire. It says the associated Hobson Hotel is completed and will be handed over to the casino company Sky City this month. And the convention centre project is 98% completed, but they're incurring more costs as they throw more labour to finish the building by the end of the year. However, Fletcher Building says it's confident of getting more than $100 million in insurance to offset the costs. Meanwhile, it's putting aside $15 million as the likely cost of settling its dispute with Wellington Airport over fixing faults in a car park building built six years ago. Losses on big construction projects over the past decade have cost Fletcher more than a billion dollars. And it faces further problems with claims about leaking plumbing pipes in Western Australia, which may cost many tens of millions of dollars. And in an audio, uh, in a news conference uh, being held at the moment, the company has uh, said that it finds the new provisions most disappointing. In particular, it uh, pinpoints uh, the cost of steel, which has gone up fivefold in that uh, convention centre project. Well, demand for workers fell sharply last year as rate, rise, rate rises and strong immigration uh, gains took a toll on the labour market. The Recruitment Consulting and Staffing Association's latest job index was down more than 30% on a year ago. That's more than double the rate of decline in Australia. The data is taken from employer and the recruitment job sites across the country. Demand for tech workers down 58%, for public administration roles down 54%. Well, Association board member Ian McPherson says the combination of factors is affecting demand. Economic uncertainty... Obviously, higher costs, which filters through to to industry uh, in terms of how they, you know, the cost of production, the cost of building, etc. Changes in spend and priority. I think there's some uncertainty. You know, we had a change of government, obviously, in that last quarter, and that wasn't necessarily the smoothest transition. Well, Ian McPherson says, despite the decline in demand, unemployment still remains close to historically low levels. We'll have the latest numbers on the labour on the labour market out on Wednesday morning. Well, the amount of KiwiSaver funds invested in fossil fuel assets is at record levels, despite a general shift away from investments in harmful products. Uh, ethical investment group Mindful Money says investment in harmful products fell by about $800 million in the six months ended September to $7.9 billion. But investment in fossil fuel companies hit a record high of $3.3 billion. Mindful Money's chief executive Barry Coates says fossil fuel investment grew as oil companies benefited from higher prices following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But he believes it comes with risks. That doesn't hold over a longer period of time, and that sugar hit seems to be over. And what's coming up now is a period where fossil fuel uh, production 
is predicted to decline and decline quite quickly. So, you know, there's there's a huge amount of financial risk for anyone investing in fossil fuels now, as well as it being bad for the planet. Well, Mindful Money says more than a third of the fossil fuel investment was in companies who are involved in exploration and production. Well, more stock exchange-listed companies are setting out their climate risks in their financial statements as being required by new regulations. A study by the accounting body Chartered Accountants Australia and New Zealand and universities in Queensland and Melbourne show about 40% of New Zealand companies have disclosed their climate risks. That's double the number of the year before, and it compares with about a third of companies worldwide. The leader of Chartered Accountants, Amir Gandhar, says climate change can affect all types of businesses. Energy is by far the biggest sector, as you would expect, because these are companies where climate risk really does come in to play. But probably the, the key trend over the last year is an uptick right across a number of other sectors, including real estate, communication services, financials and consumer staples. That's the leader of Chartered Accountants, Australia and New Zealand, Amir Gandhar. Well, time to catch up on the markets now, 26 past 12. I'm joined by Selwyn Smith of Jardin Securities for the first time this year. Kira, to you, Selwyn. Yes, good afternoon, Giles. Uh, right, let's get straight into it. Fletcher Building, of course, the big news on the local market. How's that uh, fared? Yeah, Fletcher's is down 22 cents to $4.32 this morning on the company's increased cost provision update and of course that's just yet another increase in provisions that they've had for quite some time so challenging outlook there. Hamlinstein's also down 15 cents to $5.43 and Gentrack rounding up the big three stocks that are in the red down 18 cents to $6.56. Anybody nudging higher? There are some companies that are bucking that trend and the big movers of the day, Hartman Group is up two cents to $1.40. Oceania House is up one cent to seventy one cents and Frontier Shareholders Fund is up four cents to three dollars thirty nine. What's it like in Australia? The Aussie market has continued to drift lower after opening, really on the back of US Treasury yields, which if you think about that US employment number over the weekend was quite significant and it is proving to be a bit of a headwind. So QB Insurance up seven cents to sixteen twenty-five. Block is up forty cents to one hundred three dollars ninety-one. And WiseTech up thirty-eight cents to seventy-four dollars eighty-one. The rest of the ASX is a sea of red. So the ASX is down eighty-five to seven six one four. Let's uh, have a look at the currency. And after that thumper of a US employment number, the Kiwi is lower against all the major currencies that we monitor. 60.6 cents against the US dollar, just over 93 cents against the Australian dollar, just over 48 British pence and 55 euro cents. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. The three-month bank bill is up four points to 5.71%, or sitting at 82 US dollars a barrel, and gold up very slightly at 2,038 US dollars per ounce. Thank you very much. That's Selwyn Smith from Jardin Securities. Uh, we'll wrap up all the uh, news and numbers for you around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Ben, that's business. Kia ora. Kia ora, Giles.